From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton for Thursday, June 17th, 2010. I'm Gabriel. And I'm Matt. Uh, Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking out the show. We'd love to hear your comments. Leave us a message at 209-565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. Coming up on this episode, we talk about San Joaquin County Fair, who's playing, and some memories. I make Matt hungry with my review of Siamese Street Thai restaurant. We talk a little bit about Father's Day, which is coming up. And Matt interviews Don Carell Cruz and Tara Moore from Stockton's Relay for Life. So uh, this week, as you've already heard, we have uh, filling in the co-host special spot this week is uh, Gabriel. Uh, local art lover and uh, art student. Gabriel, thanks for coming back into the Outback Studios. No problem. You know what? It's like the cockpit of the Manilian Falcon. I'm like the Chewbacca to your Han Solo. <laughs> nice. <laughs> of course, uh, um, longtime listeners of Podcast Talking, of course, know uh, Gabriel, um, a.k.a. Abraxas579 on Twitter. But uh, one of the uh, one of the hosts on our um, April Fool's Day joke show, which is the most fun I've ever had recording an episode that I was not in. Yeah, that so, was really fun. <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun. If you never, if you didn't go listen to the April Fool's show because you thought it was just a silly joke, go back and listen to that. That was uh, <laughs> that was some great acting, especially uh, the interview you guys did with Mike Bravo. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so yeah, welcome back and uh, glad that you can um, um, temporarily fill in the sp- fill in the spot of uh, of Rod. Um, and uh, sit in the uh, in the Outback Studios. Oh, it's always fun. Always good times. So um, starting this week on June 16th on Wednesday and running through Sunday, June 20th, is the 150th running of the San Joaquin County Fair. Um, Gabriel, you ever, uh, you ever go to the county fair? Oh, back when I was in high school. I, I don't think I've been since I've been in high school. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You know, you know what uh, memory always comes to me when I think of the, the fair? What's that? It always used to be growing up, it was the hottest weekend of the year yes it was <laughs> it's like 120 <laughs> degrees that weekend like right could be 80 before and 80 after 120 the weekend whatever day i went to the fair and and i always remember the fair it's only running wednesday through sunday is it just me or does it seem like it used to run longer no that seems really short for some reason yeah. i mean either i just either my memory's foggy because i haven't been in a while or, or it does seem short yeah, and you know, as you know, when we look back as uh, our memories as kids, um, you know, things were always bigger and more extraordinary um, than 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 they really were. But our memory clouds it. But I I'm pretty sure that it ran like a week, and then a weekend. But you know, maybe yeah, that's what maybe I because of budget um, or financial challenges. And if that's the case, I'm glad at least that that there is a fair. Um, but uh, this this year, there's a even though there's only five days, they they still have stuff going on every day. Of course, by the time you hear this. Um, Jose Feliciano and Sawyer Brown have already played on Wednesday and, and Thursday. Um, Gabriel, you know who Jose Feliciano is, right? Of course I do. It's the Feliz Navidad guy. Yeah. Feliz Navidad. That's yeah. right. I'm not going to say it because then I, <laughs> your 
you'll have no listeners by the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, come back. We're not going to sing the rest of the show. But uh, that name did look very familiar. And if um, if you're not into um, to country music, you may not know Sawyer Brown, but they were um, they were an, uh, a a band from I don't know maybe 70s and 80s, early early 90s of um, you know country rock. Uh, great band. I've not seen them live, but uh, but after that. You know, Friday, there's still time to go see Cool in the Gang. Oh, everybody knows who Cool in the Gang is. Oh, yeah. You got to see <laughs> you gotta see Cool in the Gang. And then on Saturday, Tower of Power. Which I think I might be going Saturday because that sounds like it would be fun. Yeah, Tower of Power. That would be great. And then on Sunday, um, I don't know this this uh, artist, but uh, Lupio Rivera. Doesn't ring a bell. It uh, doesn't ring a bell to me either. But uh, there's there's uh, the, the main stage stuff. They got stuff going on um, uh, every night. Um, at the fair, but uh, you know, I wanted to ask if you went to the fair as a kid. Did you did you go to any concerts? Any concerts that 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 stand out to you? Um, the only ones that I, I was I was trying to remember earlier, and the only ones I can think of were the Weird Al. Once you brought it up, yeah. and then uh, Huey Lewis. I remember Huey Lewis Huey went like Lewis. Huey Lewis went like two years in a row, and we went to both of those. I, I went to. I'm not even a huge fan, but I ended up going to his concert two years in a row. And there was another pretty big person that went, and I just, I can't remember. What about Eddie Money? I never went. For like five years in a row, Eddie Money played the fair. Right. I, I, I never went to any of his. I think my wife and I went every year for like three years or so. And we're not big Eddie Money fans, but the, the great thing about seeing a concert at the uh, Sound King County Fair is it's free. Right. You, know, you got to get, if it's a big act, you got to get, you know, you have to be up there in time to get a, to get a seat. Yeah, see, the, like I, I haven't been since I was in high school, but when I was in high school, I remember, you know, the I would go just to go to a concert or, you know, sometimes we'd go during the day and just hang out. But yeah, I don't know why I haven't been. I'm kind of disappointed in myself. <laughs> well, at least you went and saw Weird Al because this year I'm a huge Weird Al fan. And there's we've actually used a little bit of Weird Al music in uh, in the show in the past. I uh, I'm excited because Weird Al is playing the State Fair this year. You have to buy an additional ticket, but I'm going to see Weird Al at State Fair this year. <laughs> cool. But yeah, when I saw him, he had the whole the whole audio visual thing going on at the, at the county fair. But I've seen I, I like country music a lot, so I saw Willie Nelson. That was huge. I saw Diamond Rio. You know what the most memorable concert was? Which one? There, it's it's you know I don't know how many people fit in that little thing. I don't know, maybe six hundred, seven hundred people. And there are six or seven hundred people that can say this about a Stockton memory. I saw Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Millie Vanilli, like blame it on the rain and girl, you know, it's true at the San Joaquin County Fair. (laughs) And I can tell you it was 1989. It was either 1989 or 1988. (laughs) And uh, I remember my friend's mom said, you want to do what? And we all said, we want to go see Millie Vanilli. And we piled (laughs) in her car and um, took us to the fair and we, we just rocked out to Millie Vanilli. And of course, afterwards, we found out. They weren't really singing, and I was just... Oh, that's okay, as long as you guys I, had fun. I was so disappointed. No, I wasn't disappointed. I'm like, I don't care. It was a good show. It was Millie yeah. Vanilli. <laughs> it was Millie Vanilli. Every once in a while, I tell somebody... Here's the interesting thing. It's kind of like Woodstock, right? Where I, maybe 600 people saw Millie Vanilli, but I bet you there are 5,000 people that said they saw Millie Vanilli. It's just one of those things like people, they, they thought they were there, they heard... The, they were somewhere near the fairgrounds. They just attached that memory. Right. I, I was there. You were there. I was there. It was me, Mike Bravo, a few of our friends, and my friend's mom. And um, it's funny because when the group of us get together every once in a while, and we've moved to, except for Mike and I, everybody else has left Stockton practically. When we all get together, you know, even 20 plus years later, we bring up Millie Vanilli. <laughs> 
What are, um, what are some of the things you used to like about the the fair? So I'll tell you, man, I, I like the food. <laughs> and uh-huh. I'm not, a, you know, I, I don't do rides. I don't do rides at fairs because, I don't know, they just don't seem safe. And I don't usually put my kids on the rides, but it's all about the deep fried corn dog, the deep fried burritos, the deep, you know, they deep fried Coke, they deep fried Twinkies. Funnel cakes. Funnel cakes. You can't go to the fair without a funnel cake. Yeah, and having <laughs> a funnel cake in one hand and a corn dog in the other. <laughs> And you know, interestingly enough, um, I, I don't I don't drink I don't drink soda really, but I drink iced tea. And there's always a couple of things, and it's usually the same people that have the the um, uh, the grilled corn on the cob. They have the best iced tea. You know, it, it costs a little bit more, but you can get. You know, my my meal is iced tea, a corn dog, or a, a couple of corn dogs, or a few corn dogs, and uh, you know, corn on the cob, and then a funnel cake. Yeah. <laughs> See, I always have three essentials when I went to the fair. And, and for, I may not remember who what concert I went to, but I'll always remember these three essentials. One was that they always had like a little, I think it was like a high school or or maybe it was even Delta at the time, but they would always have some kind of art exhibit. Oh, yeah. Always. So I would always go there. The The second main thing was I had to get on the ride, the Gravitron. Which, Gravitron? Which one's that? That was the one. It, it looked like this weird spaceship thing. And uh, you go in. And you have to stand against the wall, and basically it spins so fast that you could kind of climb the wall like Spider Man, but the grav, you know, the G force or gravity or whatever, it's keeping you against the wall. Yeah. Did you remember that one? Or you said I you never got on the right. You know I I have I wouldn't have ridden it there, but I I remember seeing it. I think they even have something similar to that at like amusement parks, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't I don't know if they still have it, but yeah, um, that one was always a must. I I love that one. Um, and then the third one was funnel cake. Yeah. So those were the three essentials every time I'd go. Yeah, that that, that makes sense. And the um, uh, one other thing I remember years ago at, at the county fair, they had an exhibit where they were hypnotizing people. <laughs> Have you ever seen one of those exhibits? No, I haven't. <laughs> it, they had me. You know, I think I was like, I was in my early twenties. I had already been married and had a kid, and we were out there, and and I fell for it. And, and I mean, they got me up there doing stupid things. And <laughs> afterwards, I remember telling my wife, I wasn't really hypnotized. I wasn't really. It's like where you were doing it, and I go, I, I don't know why. I can't I can't explain why I did it. I just did it. Right. But uh yeah, that was pretty funny. And but you that, remember? Yeah, I do. Huh. So I don't think I was really hypnotized. Huh. I think it's group mentality, group, group, uh, group think. Um, <laughs> but also when I go to the fair, I always think of you know who the comedian Bill Engvall is? Uh he's no. one of the white the blue collar comedy guys. And he has this bit and he says, What's up with these guys selling spas at the fair? <laughs> like you just Honey, I think I'm gonna go buy a spa at the fair. Yeah, and he has this whole bit where you know you walk up to him and don't give him your name because they're like, "Hey, what's your name?" Uh, my name's Bill. And once they once they know your name, they got you hooked. You look, you know, you walked up here and I knew you looked like a Bill. And next thing you know, you're loading that thing up in the back of your truck. And I always wonder, does anybody ever actually buy a <laughs> spa from the fair? They must because every year they're every year. Yeah, that's there. what I was gonna say. They someone has to because they're always there. Yeah, that's that's true. If they if they um if they keep coming back, there must be some 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 demand. Somebody's buying something. So yeah, yeah. I never thought about that, but uh, I just wouldn't. You know, you know, maybe I should look into comparing the prices and see if it's uh, <laughs> cheaper. See, see if it's cheaper to if you buy it at the fair. Maybe with the economy, it's um maybe it's uh you know they'll be they'll be uh willing to make a deal. <laughs> That was the San Joaquin County Fair, running June 16th through the 20th. Adults are $9, kids are 5 kids under 5 are free. 
You can find them at SanJoaquinFair.com. You can find them on Twitter, Facebook, link through Podcast Stockton. Time for a sports update with Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. Lowell Tuckerman here with your podcast, Stockton Sports Update. This week, I am live in the HP studios on March Lane. Here's Campbell handing on to Kane again. Lots of head fakes there trying to shake Demonish. Threw one across the stage. Oh, my, it rattled around, and it kicked on back, and it scored. We saw no light, we saw no signal, and we're not sure if they've set a signal of a goal yet, but they are celebrating at the other end of the ice. What chaos. What a way for the 2009 and 2010 Stanley Cup Finals to end. That was Patrick Kane with the game-winning goal in overtime in Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Finals. The Chicago Blackhawks win their first Stanley Cup since 1961. After it was all over, I talked with the official hockey expert of podcast Stockton, Chris Ehrman, and he gave us his thoughts on the Stanley Cup champion Blackhawks. They played really well at home especially in the playoffs. I mean, they started to falter in the first couple of rounds of the playoffs, but they rebounded for the after dismantling San Jose, more or less. Philadelphia was coming in with, all, with the momentum after barely making the playoffs, being down three games to none, and they just shut them down. I mean, it was, it was a close series for a while, but it ended up just being too much for Philadelphia because Washington, San Jose, and... Chicago were the three best teams in the league throughout the entire season. So which you would have to figure, if as long as Washington didn't play one of them in the finals, whichever was the last one standing would be the champion eventually. So it was just more or less inevitable. The single-A All-Star game will be held in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina on June 22nd. The California League will go up against the Carolina League. And playing for the California League in that game will be the Stockton Ports' Stephen Parker. Before coming back home after the All-Star break, the Stockton Ports will play four games at Lancaster, and they'll come back on June 28th to take on Bakersfield. This time for Africa. So far in the 2010 FIFA World Cup, the United States is holding their own. They tied England in their first game 1-1, and their next game will be against Slovenia Friday at 7 a.m. West Coast time. That game can be seen on ESPN, but if you are listening and that game is already over, you can go check out the results at FIFA.com, F-I-F-A dot C-O-M. Maybe I can give Kate Hudson a call. Dallas Braden update! In Dallas Braden's last start on Thursday afternoon against the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field, he pitched six innings, gave up five hits, allowed one run, gave up one walk, and struck out four batters. He lowered his ERA on the season to 3.78, but unfortunately he got a no decision and the A's lost the game 3-2. Dallas's next start will be on June 22nd in Oakland against the Cincinnati Reds. On behalf of Podcast Stockton, we would like to congratulate Delta College shortstop Stephen Malcolm 
Malcolm was drafted in the eighth round by the Philadelphia Phillies in the 2010 Major League Baseball Amateur Draft. Stephen, congratulations and good luck in your professional baseball career if you indeed decide to sign with Philadelphia. That is your podcast, Stockton Sports Update. I'm Lil Tuckerman, live from the HP Studios on March Lane. Now let's send it back to the Outback Studio. So Matt, I have a restaurant review today. Oh, that's great. We haven't uh, we haven't had a lot of restaurant reviews. I've been uh, <laughs> I've been eating too healthy lately. So uh, so what do you have, Gabriel? <laughs> um, well, actually, see, it's because of your show that uh, my wife and I we've kind of been trying to stay away from chains and go a little bit more local restaurants. Nice. And uh, there's one that's actually been becoming my favorite restaurant, and it's called Siamese Street. Um, the actual, I guess, the full name of it is Siamese Street Thai Restaurant. Okay. Um, <laughs> The funny thing is, is I was really, really sleepy when we went the very first time because we went kind of late. Um, and I just glanced at the name and I didn't think of it, anything of it. And I just called it Sesame Street. <laughs> so Sesame now, Street. now whenever me and my wife refer to it, you know, it's, I always tell her, hey, I want to go to Sesame Street. Oh, nice. So, but yeah. Um, so they're on a, they're out there uh, on Pacific Avenue, not quite the Miracle Mile. Right. So I, I don't, uh, I think once in my life I ventured out and had Thai food, but somebody had to hold my hand and tell me what to order. So walk yeah. me through it. What, uh, what kind of stuff is, is on their menu? Yeah, that was pretty much my experience. Um, you know, we, we went to their menu and, and they have a lot of curries, which I actually like Indian food. So I like curries. So that was kind of like the baby step to get me to go. Um, but they also have a lot of seafood. Um, the real kicker is my wife is vegan and they make every single dish vegan um so, so that, we're not talking vegetarian here we're talking vegan right meaning no nothing that lived or had a face right, right. so like the the cool thing is is every dish you have the option of either um having chicken beef um seafood veggies or tofu it's it's your choice for the for the meat and then um mm. you know you pick your you pick your dish. Um, like I said, there's a lot of curries. There's a lot of, um, there's like, it looks like a lot of noodle type food. Um, there's also like the chili paste Thai. I, I don't know exactly hmm. how to like explain it, but it's kind of just like the Thai food. And then, um, so not only can you get like, you know, any kind of beef or meat or vegetables or tofu or whatever, but you could also, uh, order it non-spicy, mild, spicy, or extra spicy. Extra spicy. <laughs> we've had that's probably no joke, right? Oh, we've had it extra spicy. I took two mouthfuls of extra spicy food and about two cups of water, and I've never gone that way again. Now, now you have yeah. a high tolerance for heat. Yeah, right. You can you can do spicy foods. So right. Yeah. That's um, saying a lot. Uh, spicy, I could do. The spicy is no problem. Um, <laughs> it makes my nose runny. You know, it's kind of you know, it's, it's it, it hurts, but it tastes good. But extra spicy, I've never been able to do. The wife, she always orders her her dishes extra spicy. Nice. So, but yeah, um, usually our we kind of have like a regular going on where we get a tom yum soup uh, as an appetizer, along with either uh, spring rolls or tofu like deep fried tofu triangles. Um, for rice, it's it's my personal favorite. They give uh, we order the pineapple rice. Oh wow! Which what they do is they cut a pineapple long ways. And they put fried rice in the pineapple along with pieces of pineapple in it. And I usually do mine chicken. 
And so when they when they serve it to you, they bring you the pineapple. And so you're able to like scoop out pineapple chunks of pineapple from the shell, along with like, you know, a bunch of pineapple juice and have your rice that way. Oh, that's that sounds awesome. I had to stop doing restaurant reviews on the show when I have an empty stomach. That (laughs) sounds awesome. Yeah, that like that's my favorite. I mean, sometimes when I'm not really in the mood for, you know, Thai food, we'll still go and I'll just get that for myself. Oh, wow. And, and she'll, you know, she'll get whatever. And then, you know, usually if, if we're in the mood to um, get some more stuff, we'll we'll get like a green curry, uh, which she'll usually get that extra spicy. And then uh, I'll order a dish called Pa Nong, which uh, we get it with tofu, but it's, it's basically stir fry vegetables. And it has like a peanut, like chili, like sauce over it. Hmm. And so it's 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 super delicious. Wow, wow, that's but, that. All of that sounds great. I can already tell Gabriel that if I ever go there, I'm gonna need you to come with me because oh, definitely I, any excuse to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I I um, we'll put links in the show notes to their to their menu. They don't have a website, but we did find their um, their their menu on Spork.com. And um, I look at this stuff and the stuff that you s- said, I want to try that. And I I I'm sure I could find it on the menu, but I need somebody to uh, to, to to walk me through it. So tell me about the service. Is it um, is Good service, bad service, doesn't matter. Oh, every single time I've gone, the service has been excellent. I mean, any little thing, they're they're there. Um, usually, whenever I've gone in, it's it's kind of quiet. Um, I've been in at dinner time, and it's a little bit more. There's a little bit more people, but it's. I don't want to say it's a slow restaurant, but it's just it's not as busy as any of the chain restaurants. So it has hmm. like a nice, cozy atmosphere. The I mean, the decor is really awesome. It's kind of just. It's one of those settings where it's just. You could go as a family or you could go on a date. I mean, it's just, it's really nice, um, really comfortable. And like I said, the service is excellent. I mean, they're always there to make sure that you're doing okay, but they're not there to the point where you kind of just wish they would leave and let you eat. So yeah, they've, it's been awesome every time. Like I've never had a bad experience. Yeah, And looking at the prices on the menu, it doesn't, uh, the prices seem to be reasonable. It's not a, um, it's not something that, uh. You need to, you know, save up for and wait till you get your bonus check. But um, yeah. it's, it's, well, it's not dirt cheap, but it's it's comparable. I would say it's comparable yeah. to going out to Chili's. Yeah, the, the dishes, they're more like family style. So, you know, it's more like like Dave Wong's. But like I said, I mean, if you're interested in like a pineapple rice, then that's good enough. You know, just not, that would be a full meal on its own. So, but yeah, I my parents, they not big on in, like the Thai or Indian food. We took them there, kind of just like drug them there. And now, you know, they'll call up me and my wife and, hey, you guys want to go have that pineapple rice? Ah, nice. And so, yeah, they yeah, always want to go. So it's it's a great restaurant. I mean, it's probably right now. It's probably my favorite one in Stockton. All right. So uh, uh, out of five stars, how many stars you give it? For that one, I honestly, it would be a five. It would be a full five. All right. Very cool. Well, that is um, Siamese. See, you almost got me saying Sesame. Siamese <laughs> Street Thai restaurant at 3236 Pacific Avenue. They're here. Phone number is 4660130, and they are open mon- uh, seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. for lunch and 5 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. for dinner. And uh, Gabriel gives five out of five stars, meaning I will definitely try it. This is uh, Dr. Darren Lee from Midtown Optometry. Uh, check us out on the web at www.midtownoptometry.com or on Facebook, facebook.com slash midtownoptometry. And you are listening to Podcast Stockton.
All right, so uh, this weekend is Father's Day, which actually snuck up on me somehow. I didn't remember that it was Father's Day, but... Uh, yeah, when I brought it up, you looked surprised. I, somehow, you know, and I'm a, I have a father, and I am a father, and somehow I forgot. So I got to check in with my kids, make sure they know, uh, they, make sure that they remember that uh, they owe me something this weekend. I have iPhone 4 just came out. That would have been perfect for them to order. You know what? <laughs> That's I like your way of thinking. In yeah. fact... Uh, Let's go have a conversation with my kids right now. <laughs> so, um, uh, you don't, uh, you guys don't have kids. So, um, no. but you you have a father. Yes, I do. Who's here in Stockton? So, what you know, what kind of stuff do you think about uh, for Father's Day in Stockton? What kind of stuff would you would you like to take your old man to go do? Um, you know what? Everybody always takes mom to brunch, and, and it kind of seems like no one ever takes dad to brunch. So, uh, usually we'll let him sleep in, and you know we'll take him to breakfast, and after breakfast. We'll kind of just do whatever he wants to do. If he wants to go catch a movie, if he wants to go to the mall and walk around, basically whatever he wants. But then it's always barbecue. It's always a family barbecue. Yeah, yeah. So, so, where, where, so where would you go to breakfast? Um, it's his pick. It's his day, really. I think this. I think this last year. Where did we go this last year? Um, I think this last year we just went to UJ's. I believe. Okay, yeah, I was so gonna think of like, um. Uh, Chuck's, but Chuck's isn't open on Sundays, right? No, no, it never is. Yeah, that's that's too bad because that, you know, I still remember first time I went there it was with you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Chuck's, but uh, they're not open. UJ's is good for breakfast. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and but you know, like I said, we always have the family br the barbecue for him. The thing is, it's Father's Day, so we try to get him to relax and you know just hang out, whatever. Being being typical guy, he always wants to be behind the barbecue pit, though. He always wants to be the man grilling it up. And, you know, he'll make his barbecue sauce like the night before. So he already has it prepared because he knows we're going to barbecue. So it just it just ends up being a family day. Yeah, yeah. And at least, you know, if he likes to grill, you know, don't 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 rob him of that because it's probably frustrating to watch other people grill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we'd give him a panic attack if we made him <laughs> just watch and did it ourselves. <laughs> yeah. For, from uh, from his perspective. Yeah. I, I can uh, I can attest to that. I, I, I don't grill. My wife barbecues. So uh -huh. I, uh, I I'm spoiled and on Mother's Day. My wife barbecues. Nice. Usually. Usually. So you're a dad. I mean, what do you usually do or what do you what do you like to for things to be done? Well, I uh, you know I am uh, I'm blessed to have a big family and uh, have a lot of uh, a lot of brothers who are dads. So we usually all get together. This year is no exception. We're getting together at my uh, my oldest brother's house, and um, we barbecue and we swim, and uh, you know hang out. My dad usually comes down. My dad lives in Merced, um, but he makes the trek up. Um, it's easier for him. You know we always volunteer to go down there, but he's like ah, it's e easier from you know, wanted me to come up to see all you guys. Um, but it's cool. But for my kids, you know, I am a, every year my wife says, what do you want for Father's Day? And I would say the same thing. I don't want anything. I mean, I'm old fashioned in the fact that I love it when my girls make me, I have a 16 year old and 11 year old. And I'm amazed they still, they hand draw me cards. <laughs> that's they, awesome. They hand draw and hand make their own cards. That, that's my Father's Day gift. And just, you know, it's that one day I kind of get to feel like, you know, it's all about it's all about the dads and when the when the when the guys get together, um, you know all my brothers, you know we we kind of stick out our chest and yeah it's all about dads today it's all about dads today and you know it's it's uh it's convenient that you know Mother's Day is first yeah because I, I always think that if we screw up Mother's Day we're gonna have a really crummy yeah Father's, Father's Day is not happening yeah you know but, you you brought up the ha the handmade cards for from your daughters right yeah um 
<laughs> this last year for Father's Day, I I don't know. I I was kind of broke, so all I did was I just did like this doodle drawing, and you know, it's kind of just a cheap thing, you know, you do as a kid, and you know, here, Dad, I made you a drawing, and my sister totally one upped me. She took him out on Father's Day, um, and when we went to uh, my brother's house for the barbecue, he showed up with an iPhone. The the guy's in his late seventies, and he showed up with an iPhone. So I was just like, wow, I made him. I made him a drawing, and and sis, and yeah, sis got, got him an him iPhone. iPhone. You know, I, <laughs> what I've a never, way to one up. I've never met your dad, right? But I've heard I've heard the stories here and there about your family. And, I hadn't heard that story, but it shocked me to hear iPhone because I can't imagine, even though I've never met your father, I can't imagine the guy that you have described as your dad having an iPhone. Yeah. I, honestly, he still doesn't know how to work half of it, but uh, he he likes it. He has fun with the apps. So I can't, I can only imagine my dad. My dad's almost 70 years old and um, he's a pretty low tech guy. Uh-huh. Um I can't imagine my dad using an iPhone. In fact, he, uh, in fact, I, I, uh, I told a story once on air, but when I first got the iPad, um, my uh, my brother Mike Bravo, we we made a, a funny video where he acted like it was a phone. So he acted, <laughs> right. He you know he put it up to his head and he acted like it was a phone. And my dad was telling people for weeks afterwards, yeah, my son got one of them fancy iPad thingies, and and um, and you know he's talking about how cool it is as being a big phone, and <laughs> that'd be cool for people that can't see very well. And one day I get a text message from my sister that says hey dad's mad at you and i said what why she just said because he's been telling people for weeks you could talk to people on the (laughs) ipad he thought it was real oh man we were making fun and he thought it was real and that's how low tech my dad is (laughs) so he could never could never use an iphone right use an iphone but you know there's there's tons of stuff to do in stockton on uh, on father's day and there's the normal things to do um which one year i think i'm gonna ask i would like to i would like to take my kids golfing with me and you know put them in a cart and let them you know just come out my family doesn't play golf they, they, they want to try but you know just have them hang out at the golf course with me I think that'd be fun but um, there's a couple events um, specifically geared towards Father's Day coming up this weekend the first is Father Fest 2010 I hadn't heard about this event before I didn't don't know if it's uh, happened before but I like the name Father Fest yeah, 2010 sounds pretty interesting yeah it looks like it's being put on by the um, Stockton Miracle Mile um, association. It's being held uh, by at uh, Caldwell Park um, on the Miracle Mile, and that's right near um, Siamese the, uh, Street. Right near uh, Siamese Street. So that works out good. We're kind of Pacific Avenue focused this episode, but it's uh, Saturday, June nineteenth, from eleven a.m. to four p.m. And um, they're going to have live music and performance. There's going to be some food, jump houses. Everybody loves jump houses. Um, water slide, carnival games, vendors. Um, so if you're looking for something to do on Saturday before Father's Day, head down to uh, Father Fest. So have, have you been to this park, uh, Caldwell Park? Um, ran, jogged past it a few times, been around the area, but never actually been to that one. Yeah, well, I will tell you that uh, that park was this was actually, I conducted a podcast Stockton interview in that park. Huh. Any guesses who? No clue. Uh, Brewery 33, Mr. Andy Panasco himself. Oh. Uh, we were trying to coordinate schedules and, and, um, we decided to meet at the, the middle or the end of his, his, uh, morning run. And so I said, all right, I'll meet you. I'll meet you at this park. So here we are meeting like seven 30 <laughs> on a Saturday morning or some early hour on a Saturday doing an interview. So every time I go by that park, I go, 
Yeah, so podcast Stockton's got me some weird things. I meet people, I meet guys on the internet and uh, meet them at parks <laughs> at 7.30 in the morning. You no, know, um, this is totally off, off topic real quick, but uh, when you said that about Manny a few episodes ago, that was hilarious. Um, I took a day off work one time and, you know, he Twittered me and, you know, hey, he saw that he was like, I know you're at, you didn't go to work today. I know you had a day off. Want to have coffee? So, yeah, I did the same thing where I told my wife, hey, I'm going to go meet some guy for coffee. She was like, who is it? And I was like, oh, Manny. Who is that? That's some guy I met on the internet. And then she just gave me the weirdest look ever. But <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. That's how I always introduce him. Uh, if I introduce him to somebody like in my family, I go, yeah, this is my my uh, my guy friend I met on the internet. And I'm like, yeah, his, his picture, uh, or his, the way he described himself didn't look anything like he did now. He had long blo- flowing blonde hair and blue eyes when he uh, described himself or herself on the internet. <laughs> awesome. Well, you talk about Father Fest, which is on Saturday. Um, if you want to actually do something on Father's Day, besides going to the county fair, um, there's a thing called the Red Circle Father's Day powwow. Uh, that's going to be at Oak Grove Regional Park on Eight Mile Road. So kind of far from Miracle Mile since we've been staying in that area. Um, but that's going to be from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, it looks like parking is $5. They ask that you bring your chair. Uh, it doesn't say anything about an entrance fee, so I believe it might be free. Um but yeah, I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going to have, you know, just a lot of the Native American food, uh, jewelry, arts and crafts. Um, they are a- asking for no alcohol. Um, so it's more of a tamer family event. But yeah, it's Red Circle Fam- Father's Day powwow. Wow, very cool. Yep. Great. So uh, plenty of stuff to do. And if you do something exciting for your dad or you are a dad and you have something exciting done upon you, like getting a new iPhone, um, <laughs> then... Uh, uh, you know, drop us a line, send us an email, send us a video. Um, let us know how you celebrated Father's Day in Stockton 2010. Have fun. Can you feel the excitement, my friends? Can you feel it? Let me know because it is that time. Time for me, John Remington, to bring you the ads of the week. This week on ClosetGoodies.com, we have breast pads, perfect for that breastfeeding mother, an awesome-looking houseplant, and some JL speakers, perfect for that home, office, or apartment. Find all these great ads and many more on ClosetGoodies.com, where it never costs you anything to post and search ads. Thank you for using our website, and thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. I am joined live in the Outback Studios today by Tara Moore and Don Carroll Cruz from Stockton's Relay for Life. Ladies, thanks for joining me live today. Thank you. Thank you. So, Tara, I will start with you. You are the event chair of this year's uh, Relay for Life. What exactly does an event chair do? Well, we organize each individual component of the relay. It's involved with several different aspects of it and making sure that everything's in place to make the event successful. And... Um, so right right from the get go, the the event is um, Saturday, June twenty sixth through June twenty seventh, right? Correct. Eight a.m. to eight a.m. Yes. And so if this this event's coming up in a couple of weeks, so you probably started what a week or so ago. We start the first day right after. After the <laughs> after year the before. relay ends, we yep we start right off again. Yeah, that's what I thought. And Don, <laughs> as the uh, as the fight back chair, what is involved in that role? Oh, with the fight back chair, basically is teaching relayers. Um, ways that they can fight back against cancer, not just 24 hours, but 365 days a year. Okay. So for somebody that doesn't know anything about Relay for Life, 
sum it up for me. What is the event about and uh, what, what goes on during the day? Relay is basically a 24-hour event. Um, you take one day in the life of somebody that's battled cancer. There's teams of people that walk the track, and one person from each team is represented for that life that has battled, battled cancer. So it's walking for 24 hours, one person at a time. One representative from the team okay. at and a time, yeah. So they're represented on the track. And how big is a team? Teams anywhere from 15 to 24 people. Oh, okay. So they can pick how many people they get. Yeah. And um, this year's event, uh, like last year's, is at the Weber Points Event Center? Yes, it's right? at Weber Point Event Center this year as well. So what's the track that you're walking? Um, basically the stone walkway that's there. It goes all the way to the back um, along the water and up towards the front. Oh, around, around. all of Weber Point. Mm -hmm. So how long yeah. is one walk around? Um, I think it's a little bit less than a mile all oh, the way wow. around. And there will be people walking for 24 hours? 24 hours, yeah. On the team, one person may take an hour. They may break it up to half an hour. It just depends on how the team captain organizes it for their team. But one person is represented on the track from that team. Well, and are there uh, are there other events going on besides the walking? Can you t talk a little bit about that? We have entertainment at the stage all day on Saturday. starts at 9.30 till about 8.30 at night. So that's at the main stage, just going all day long. Very diverse group of individuals, singers, dancers, um, comedy acts, tappers, different variety. Tappers? Oh, tap, Dan dance. tap dancing. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> and we also have um, activities at Dawn's Tent that will be taking place, different little games there. And each tent has a fundraiser where they raise money selling food, raffle tickets, different little things like that. So other people that are not part of a team can come out and participate or watch or what's other absolutely. things for them to do? Yes, absolutely. That is open to the public. They can come out and um, participate with our team fundraisers, um, enjoy the entertainment, learn at the tents, um, their fight back mission moments, which Dawn takes care of with the teams and learning about cancer. So Dawn, tell me about the fight back mission moment. What is that? What a fight back mission moment is just... Um, based on what ACS's mission is, and it's educating um, relayers or people that are attending relay um, about certain topics such as uh, breast cancer, colon cancer, um, all types of cancers that each team they pick, and then they, they have information about at their tent. So each team picks a particular type of cancer? Yeah, yes. Okay, okay. All right, so um, uh, like I said, you started planning for this event a year before, so right when the other one closes. Um, so you've been hard at work for a year. Um, how many people have signed up thus far? We have 757 participants that are signed up. We have 77 teams. We are expecting about 1,000 people at our event this year. Oh, wow. And um, uh, any idea of how much, how much you'll end up raising at the, uh, when, when it's all said and done? Um, we're, we're looking at a goal of about $165,000. we are hoping to make that and surpass it. I, most we can do would be great. Wow, $165,000. That's great. So t talk to me about what, what this means, um, th this relay event, because it's not just in Stockton, right? Relays happen throughout the U.S.? Throughout right? the... And yes, how many of them are, are, are happening or, or in how many cities? They happen throughout the year. And they happen in a, probably every 
town that we have that's a big city. It's all across California. It's all across the United States. It's even in some foreign countries. Oh, wow. Any idea how much is raised across the whole U.S. from all the relays? Does does the ACS publicize that? I don't know that figure. No? Oh, I'm just curious. So um, <laughs> one, one thing, not, not having been to one of these events, and when, when I hear 24 hours walking, um, are, I see on the website that there are pictures of children there. That's yeah. always the first thing that comes to my mind. Are, do kids go out there and walk, and are there, are there special rules about kids and things like that? It is a family fun event. Um, we encourage children to come out. It gives them a sense of community. And as far as the rules to participate, they have to sign a waiver to be with us to participate and, of course, be with an adult. Okay. Anybody that's coming to just enjoy, we ask that they fill out a waiver when they enter the grounds. Oh, okay. And can people just go to hang out any time of day or night, or is there certain hours that they can come out? Our gates open for the public at 7.30, and they close right after the Luminaria ceremony at 10. At that point, then nobody is allowed to come in unless they are a participant of the relay. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's good. So then you don't have people coming in at 2 o'clock in the morning. Because I'm imagining some of the people that aren't walking are going to be sleeping during those times, right? Right. They bring we do tents? Have, yeah, they do sleep in their tents. We'd like for them to be up and walking all night long <laughs> and enjoying the day in the evening and the night. But um, some people do sleep. There, there are people that do come in in the early morning hours, but we do have that gate secure, and they are not allowed in unless they've had our, our security measures in place. And are you supported by Stockton Police or private security? How does that work? Private security. Okay. And is there a minimum for that a team has to has to raise to um, to show up with the team there? We ask that each team pay a registration fee of one hundred and fifty dollars. Um, at times, that is a little bit less if they're an early bird participant. Um, each participant on the team, we ask that they raise a minimum of one hundred dollars to participate, and they get an event T-shirt for that. Oh, so if each so the team has to come up with one hundred and fifty dollars a minimum, and then each walker a minimum of one hundred dollars. Correct. And then they can walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they oh. can participate. Great. So, are there any uh, are there any notable groups or any notable things that people are doing to um, t- to raise funds for their team? Any any creative ways people are fundraising? Um, some people have garage sales, um, pre-event garage sales. They have teams have pancake breakfasts on the Miracle Mile. That was done this year. It was the first annual on National Cancer Survivors Day on June sixth. He's looking to have that again next year, so that'll be something exciting to look forward to. Some people have bake sales, and um, some people do bunko games and have a lot of participants that way at local businesses and have dinner and bunko. Great. That sounds like fun. Bunko and then take the money and donate it to this. Yes, correct. Are, Are there corporate sponsors or sponsorship available? Yes, there is sponsorship available. We have different levels for sponsorships. There's a gold, silver, bronze, platinum levels. There are varying different amounts, and we do have a lot of sponsors within our community. Wow, very cool. So, um, obviously, if you're doing, if, if you're involved in this, it's it's uh, probably more than just a job. Um, what got you started doing this? Why why get involved? Because it seems. Like for both of you, this is a lot of work. So, Don, why why did you get involved in Relay for Life? I am a cancer survivor of um, ovarian cancer, 
I am um, eight and a half years um, survivor, and that's the whole reason why I got into Relay. I went um, to Relay maybe uh, six years um, after I was diagnosed, and I went to Lodi's, and I was bawling. I was just, it was just an awesome event. Um, just everything that they did the, for the survivors, just the whole event was just awesome. And it just blossomed from there. I just said, well, I got to get involved. Wow. And so, so are there, are there things that they do at the event specifically for survivors? Oh yes, definitely. We have a survivor's breakfast, um, in the morning and then, uh, they do different activities, um, throughout the day, uh, for survivors and um, we have a luminary, which is honoring survivors and also celebrating survivors. Um, and then uh, Sunday morning, the survivors um, do the last lap, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, they open our event, and, they, and then event. they close our event with the laps. I just got chills when you said that. I can imagine actually being there um, and seeing that. And certainly with, with a with a disease such as cancer, it's, it's so pervasive. Everybody in this nation knows somebody that has suffered from cancer. It's, it's, it's unfathomable that you would not know somebody that, um, that has suffered from cancer. So, um, you know, it's, it, these kind of things are great. And I, and now hearing that they do it throughout the U S that's, um, it's got to raise some serious money for the American cancer society. Tara, how, how did you get involved in the relay for life? I actually got involved. It started as just a volunteer opportunity for me to be a team captain. And I got hooked and loved it so much that I wanted to join the committee and here I am. But the reason why I actually relay as well is I've had many people in my family have cancer. And one of my very dear friends right now is battling cancer in her brain. Wow. So it's her fourth tumor and she's not doing so good. So I want to fight as hard as I can to make this disease go away. Wow. Wow. So we're coming up on, on just a week or so away from the event. Um, are there things, are there still opportunities for teams to join um, bef- before the day? Absolutely. We'll take them all the way up until the day before. Day of, sometimes even come in and they want to join and we can take them then too. It's As far as campsites, which is the $150 registration fee, they get a space where they have to camp out and um, it's nice to have that ahead of time but we'll take them the day of as well yeah and i mean camping at weber point uh that 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 just has to be cool so it's beautiful out there it's beautiful yeah and um uh last year did you also do it in late june we did it in the beginning of june last year first weekend okay if you'd have done in the beginning of june this year you might have had some rain so (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was chances of that last year and thank god it didn't rain on us but now we're we're battling the heat so (laughs) right 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 you'll be battling the heat but you'll get that you'll get a breeze because you're right on the water yeah and you know you're there for the for the cause and the reason and if we can just put that behind us and and forge for it through it there there is no weather there is no weather yeah. that's that bad. I mean, it's Stockton after all. We're <laughs> exactly. not going to have snow. Um, that actually might be kind of cool. <laughs> actually, yeah. that would be. Um, so uh, for our listeners, if you want to get um, information about uh, signing up, bringing a team, donating money to some of the teams, um, visit RelayForLife.org slash StocktonCA. Um, of course, there will be links in the show notes to, um, to that as well. 
and uh, you know, I I actually completely forgot to ask about uh, how long the relay has been in Stockton. So, um, how, how many years have you guys been doing it here? It's the 13th annual Stockton Relay. It's been downtown for a few years, and prior to that, it was at Bear Creek High School. Oh, Bear Creek High School. Yes. Oh wow. And uh, so, why the move from Bear Creek downtown? Besides it being a better venue. Bigger, yeah, bigger venue. We grew and wasn't accommodated at Bear Creek any longer. And to draw people downtown yeah. is part of the reason why we moved. Did you get support from the city and the um, any other agencies downtown to, uh, to, to, to go down there? They did support us for several years, yes. Good, yeah. good. So this year, in addition to, um, to just having the relay, um, folks are going to get to take place in, an, in a historic research study, the Cancer Prevention Study, the, the third one, CPS3 for short. Um, what can you tell me about that? Enrollment's happening at our event. I'm very excited about that this year. From 9.30 to 1.30, we will be taking enrollment to anybody that's the ages of 30 to 65 years of age that has never been diagnosed with cancer can participate. There's two skin cancers, basal and sarcomas skin cancer that are eligible. We have licensed phlebotomists that will be there to draw blood. They take just a little bit of history from you. They take about seven ounces of blood and it's a follow-up survey every two years for about 20 years. And they conduct a study for that length of time. They study the same people they, is it the, the same people they study every tw every two years? They Yes, they study the people that have enrolled at our event. And with the surveys that they send out, the follow-up surveys every two years, they research any changes in their history, any changes in their lifestyle, and, and see if there's a way to prevent and find way, different ways to prevent cancer. Okay, that's interesting. And I, I um, it, this is something... That's, this is the third time, but the last time this was done was many years ago, right? Many years ago. The first one they did in 1950s, and they linked smoking with cancer. The second one they did in the 1970s, and they linked obesity with cancer. So we have that unique opportunity here in Stockton this year to make that difference. Yeah, that's great. And it's interesting that there was a time that we didn't know that smoking caused cancer. And we know that today. We, we, we've proven that today. Exactly. Um, but there was a time that you know, not not too long ago, that we didn't know that. So there, it's 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 you know, it's possible that there are things that we're doing today that could be causing cancer that we don't we know don't about know about as well. exactly. So we yes. Wow. So and that's that's a and is there a cost to, to to do to be part of that study? Just time. There's no cost to enroll. Wow, that's great. Well, another another reason to uh, show up at Relay for Life um, from Saturday, June starting um, Saturday. June 26th at 8 a.m. And we hope to get about 250 participants to enroll in our CPS3 study. Great. Okay, so uh, yeah, there's a lot going on this weekend. Um, uh, thanks again for, uh, for for filling us in, giving us a little bit more information. But uh, now for the time that everybody waits for, the final four. The <laughs> final four questions that everybody gets for coming on a podcast, Stockton. Don, we will start with you on the first question. How long have you been in Stockton? Since 1988. 1988. That's um, a lot, many years. 22 years. Wow. Yes. And and where did you um, where did you come from before Stockton? Huntington Beach. Ooh, Huntington Beach down <laughs> in Southern California. Yes. All right. Uh, Tara, what about you? How long have you been in town? I've actually been in town for about 22 years as well. Oh, and where about before then? Were you born? I grew up mm -hmm. in Manteca. Oh, Manteca. I was kidding, saying you were 22 years old and. You <laughs> 
You missed that. You missed oh, that line. Darn. Um, so you came from Antigua to Stockton. That's not very far. No. Okay. So I did move to Sacramento for a couple okay. years. Okay. Came so back you're to you're Northern California, Central yeah. Northern Valley Central girl. Valley. Valley girl, totally. <laughs> like really. Like totally. Um, really. All right, and then um, Don, what do you like about Stockton? There's lots of things to do. Variety of people. Just I just love it. But but people say there's nothing to do in Stockton. There is. You just have to look for it. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, very true. Tara, what about you? What do you like about Stockton? I like how they made downtown very beautiful. It's a fun place to go to as far as relay for life in Stockton at Weber Point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, uh, I mean, if you remember 10, 15 years ago, it's not the same downtown. It's not no. the same downtown. <laughs> They've done a lot with it. It's beautiful now. Yeah. And um, uh, so, Don, what, what about a, a favorite Stockton memory? Do you, do you have one? Not that I could think of. <laughs> no Stockton memory of all these years in Stockton? No. Nothing Nothing comes to mind? Not offhand. All right. What about you, Tara? Oh, mine's probably relay related. And I have to say the first time a couple years ago when I participated with relay, all the luminarias that surrounded the track and how powerful that was for me. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that word you just said are the little candles. Yes, it's the bags that represent people in memory and on honor of. Wow. And I, it was so many of them, and I just stopped and thought about all the people that were represented and multiplied that by all the relays in California, and it was just very overwhelming. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. I didn't know that's what there was, they were called. But yeah, luminarias. Sounds like what they are. Okay. Um, last question. Um, again, Don, start with you. What uh, what do you like to do for Stockton when you're not doing um, <laughs> things related to Relay? What do I like to do in Stockton? Yeah. Oh, the Asparagus Festival. I love doing that. Um, going to the movies is always fun. Spending time at the park, um, Victory Park, just any of the parks. It's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, I, I guess I, I should say... Um, could have said this in the beginning, but oh well, no, you wait till the end. That, um, uh, Don, you and I met because, um, uh, through your husband, through through Robert, and um, he's one of the Stockton Stingrays, yes. and uh, I got hooked up with those guys, um, last year, and then uh, he introduced me to you and to the, the uh, wonderful relay, which I didn't know about. So, have, had I not, um, had I not met Robert and the Stockton Stingrays, I would not have known, um, I wouldn't have known about this organization, so so this is great. Um, and you mentioned parks, so do you like Atherton Park? And do you ever go to Atherton, let's say on Saturday between ten and noon, and play beatball? Yes, I do. I have tried it. <laughs> You've seen me out there a couple times. I am yes, terrible. I so I am terrible too. Believe me, they they are a great group of people that know how to play beat baseball. <laughs> yeah, they are phenomenal. They uh, sure whipped up on us the last time. We're still looking for a rematch against those guys. Um, Tara, what about you? What, what do you like to do for fun when you're not doing things relay related? The movies. Um, I like to, my husband and I go eat out to eat on Fridays every night. So we'll try a different place here and there. Do you have a favorite restaurant in Stockton? Mm, there's several of them. Um, Mexican food. We like Nana's and Mongolian barbecue. Mm. Name a couple. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Mongolian, the original one or the new one hammer west lane the original one yeah yeah <laughs> go with the original one yeah i agree i agree well um again uh, ladies thanks uh, so much don and tara for coming uh, into the outback studios live and um 
filling us in on all the great stuff going on for Relay for Life. Again, for listeners, um, if you want more information, um, go to relayforlife.org slash StocktonCA. Of course, there will be links in the show notes um, to that as well. So if you're driving, don't try to write this down when you're driving. Um, but but uh, <laughs> check that out. And if you're around that weekend, definitely go out there. Um, looks like it. Um, lots of good stuff going on. And if you can... If you can donate or help out in any way, um, I encourage you to uh, reach out through the website and um, try to do that. Uh, ladies, thanks again for, uh, for coming out. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. We have a few quick more things to add. Uh, first, Wes is on vacation, so happy vacationing to him, but he'll definitely be back next week. Uh, in the meantime, you can always visit visitstockton.org. Yeah, and uh, you know, lately we've gotten a, a lot of uh, suggestions for interviews, and please keep those coming. And, and uh, we, have, we have built up quite a queue, and uh, we're reaching out to folks to try to schedule some time. And you know, just in the last few weeks, we've got some great feedback and comments about people we should be talking to, events we should be looking into, um, and uh, uh, keep them coming. And we want to build an even bigger list. And if you, you want to help and do an interview of somebody, if you have somebody that you know that has an interesting story, but you'd like to do the interview, hey, you know, reach out to the show, leave us a message um, or send us an email and, um, you know, I, you know, maybe even loan you my equipment to do it. Um, but definitely keep it coming. We appreciate all the, uh, all the uh, tips we're getting from you guys. You know, Matt, and there's just one more thing. Oh. I know I'm not getting an iPhone for, you already said you're not getting one, oh. but I want to tell all the listeners, whoever gets one, I don't know if I'm going to be the co-host at that point. I don't know who, I don't know if, if Rod's going to have time in his schedule. Um, whoever the co-host is, we want you to come to podcast Stockton because we want to see it. We want to record it. We want to see it. We want to have it and touch it and, and hold it and just be amazed by its awesomeness. Yeah, so I, I'm if not, you can, I'm not getting one on, on launch day. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. It, it for as long as I've, I've known you, which I mean, hasn't been long, but I've heard the stories and it, I think this is the first thing you said that you haven't pre-ordered. Hey, I bought the first iPhone day one. I bought the, the third one. I skipped the second one. The third one day one. I bought the iPad day one. You were tracking that sucker all the way from, from China. Wasn't yeah. It? The iPad I was. Yeah. So I'm stepping out of the, the, the ring. I'm not getting an iPhone four day one. I'm going to wait a couple months just because I got a lot of stuff going on and I don't really need one right now. So I want somebody else to show me theirs. Yes, we definitely, we need you on the show. Um, so definitely stop on by, let Matt know and, and come visit the Outback Studios. Yeah. And uh, last thing, um, again, if, if you are a father, happy Father's Day to you. And um, if you have a father, happy Father's Day to your father. Uh, give him a call. He hasn't heard from you in a while. He probably wants to know you're still alive. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, iPhone 4 makes a great Father's Day gift if you pre-ordered it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. We'd like to thank Tara and Don from Relay for Life for coming on the show. Uh, for more information on the Relay, visit relayforlife.org slash stockton ca. 
And we would uh, love to hear your comments. Leave us a message at 209-565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. Of course, you can find us on YouTube and Facebook, username Podcast Stockton. Uh, find me on Twitter, username Podcast Stockton. You can find me at Abraxas579. For links to all the things we talked about on today's episode, be sure to visit the show notes at podcaststockton.com. Until next time, make it great, Stockton. 